This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. We need this win, you know. We got a lot of losses to Yeah, we got a lot of losses. Come on, That's what we're here for, guys, to win. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back to another episode of The Drop. Everybody in the media, the fans... They're all talking about how they want the Blues to play the Predators. They don't want them to play the Jets or end up playing Dallas because they've done so well against the Predators this year. You guys have got to understand something. Like I've said before, it doesn't matter your record against a team in the regular season. It doesn't. It means zip in the playoffs. And apparently people have not learned that. Another thing, it doesn't matter who you play in the first round. Because you're going to have to beat a very good team eventually. So if you play them in the first round, second round, third round, in my mind, it doesn't really matter. But enough about the playoff talk. Let's get into this Blues-Flyers game. Elliott was hurt for a lot this year for the Flyers. We all know the Flyers story where they're goaltending. It's just been crazy. You figure that the Blues might get some goals. Because even though Brian Elliott has played decent since he's come back, he's not really played great. I would say the Blues have an edge because some of them played with Brian Elliott. Some of them have practiced against Brian Elliott. And as a matter of fact, they got on the scoreboard first very early in the first period. And I'm not sure if it was actually a trip or if he got tangled with his skates because he had no reaction at all, John, when he went down. Now it's Steen for the Blues. And he negotiates his way in front. Tip. They score! Out of midair! Barbashev! And it's 1-0. And the former blue, Brian Elliott, first shot against, ends up going in. And Ivan Barbashev continues his fine play. Zach Sanford's a healthy scratch on this fourth line. Robbie Fabry jumps in. Nice pass but Alex Petrangelo, who's playing his best hockey of the year. A little chip behind the net. Steen gets it. Now he spins, backhand to forehand, right on the tape. And both Fabry and Barbashev are right on the doorstep. Wonderful hand-eye coordination by Ivan Barbashev. What has been a big key to the Blues scoring when they're very successful? Getting to the net, putting guys in front of the net, whether it's from shots coming from outside, whether it's guys going in for rebounds. And the Blues had two guys there, Fabry and Barbashev. And oh, by the way, Fabry had a very good game against the Flyers. I thought this may have been his best game this year. That goal by Barbashev would be his 14th of the year. The Barber of Seville gets the Blues up one to nothing. Steen gets his 17th assist. Petrangelo gets his 25th assist. And it was just two minutes and 49 seconds in. Shortly thereafter, the Flyers would take a bad penalty. The Blues would go on the power play. And just around 40 seconds later, Ryan O'Reilly would make it a two to nothing game. He circles. He leads the club with 11 power play markers. Now for Shen, for Perron. In front, they score O'Reilly. Tic-tac-toe, it's two nothing. Beautiful pass right there by DP57, who as you mentioned, 
on that same right side last night against Cam Ward and the Chicago Blackhawks. The play by Vladdy Tarasenko on the left side. He waits and buys some time, finds the open man, which is Shen. Shen spins quickly, turns it to David Perron. And the defenseman, Provorov, he loses his man as Ryan O'Reilly works around it and then gets to the open with a stick on the ice. Good fundamentals shown right there. Just some great passing. Shin to Perron. Perron could have taken the shot and probably could have scored. But he sees O'Reilly right in the corner of the net. Nothing Brian Elliott can do but just watch the puck go in. And the Blues are up 2 to nothing and are dominating this game. That goal by O'Reilly would be his 28th of the year. Perron gets his 23rd assist. Perron has just been playing great since coming back. Shin gets his 37th assist. And as I said, a power play goal, 3 minutes, 28 seconds in. The Blues are up 2 to nothing, but they get in the penalty box, and some people are probably thinking, I hope they don't give up a power play goal. Well, they wouldn't. In fact, Alex Steen, who has just been hot over the last couple weeks, Gets a shorthanded goal just a little over two minutes after O'Reilly's power play goal to make it three to nothing. And he gets it ahead. They got two. And a break for Sunquist with Steen. Shorthanded. Here's Sunquist to Steen. He scores! A shorthanded goal! Steen has a goal and one assist. But what a super play. The play by number 70, Oscar Sunquist. A quick approaching two on one, but he's running out of real estate. Makes a nice move to the back end of the forehand and then feeds Steen. A poorly played two on two by the Philadelphia Flyers. Some great transition play coming out of the defensive end. Sunquist gets the puck. He's got Steen on the left hand side. You think the Philadelphia players kind of got him, but no, he doesn't. He gets it to Steen, and Steen puts it past Brian Elliott to make it three to nothing. That shorthanded goal was Steen's ninth goal of the year. Sunquist gets his 17th assist. Petrangelo gets his 26th assist. The Blues are looking very, very good. Next goal would come from Oscar Lindbaum when he would put the first goal of the game for the Flyers past Bennington. Six minutes, 45 seconds in. It's three to one. Well, here, there he is on the boards. Couldn't clear that time. Lawton got it down low, and they score! Oscar Lindblom able to tap it home. He scores in consecutive games. And the Flyers are on the board here. They take advantage of a St. Louis turnover. It's 3-1. to one. Oscar Lindblom sniffs out puck so well close to the net. Blues are checking this out, possibly for an offside. There couldn't have been any goalie interference. The Blues were already transitioning out of the zone. Good little touch by Oscar Lindblom. Pulled the puck back to him. Oh, you know what? That was a... a far greater finesse play than I had first thought. Part of the responsibility for this goal goes to Jordan Bennington. Behind the net, getting ready to clear the puck out, or at least try to clear the puck out. Does not shoot it very hard. The Flyers get it. Lindbaum's right in front of the net and puts it right in the corner of the goal to make this 3-1. to one. That would be Lindbaum's 16th of the year. Hartman gets his 14th assist. Lawton gets his 19th assist. And that goal was at 6 minutes, 45 seconds in. But just 13 seconds later, Pat Maroon made a wild period even wilder when he put the Blues up 4-1 to one with his 10th goal of the year. Now the Blues to the day. Here's Thomas. And he almost chipped that on goal now for Bozak. And then they score. Maroon tips it in. And the Blues get it right back. And a tough return for the very amiable Brian Elliott. But he will leave this hockey game, and Carter Hart will go in. Good work down low. What a pass by Tyler Bozak. 
Bozak's got his head up all the way. He's looking shot, and he plays it over to Pat Maroon. Thomas tries to chip the puck on the net. Can't quite get the puck to do that. He still ends up with it. Gets it back to Bozak. Bozak could have shot it, but he sees Pat Maroon right there in the corner. A very reminiscent goal to Ryan O'Reilly's goal. Not much that Hart can do. And the Blues go up 4-1. to one. Maroon gets his 10th. Bozak gets his 25th assist. Thomas gets his 24th assist. Under seven minutes into the first period, there's been five goals. But it wouldn't stop. The former Flyer, former Maple Leaf, and now present Flyer, James Van Riemsdyk, gets his 27th of the year to make it 4-2. to two. Who knows Craig Ruby that he's so direct. And the Flyers score! Can't even tell any stories here, Bill. Another puck goes in his Lawton. And Van Riemsdyk go to the net. And Craig Ruby now shaking his head. I think he's about to be very direct to the players right now. It's 4-2. St. Louis still on top as Van Riemsdyk and Lawton in tight do some good work. Okay, so this game has gotten crazy already. All right, James Van Riemsdyk took it to the front. Scott Lawton crashed the net. The Flyers lost this draw. The Blues had complete control until JVR picked it out of midair. Oh, JVR equals the Blues goal out of midair. The Blues get sloppy behind the net. Van Riemsdyk ends up with the puck, does what a player should, heads straight to the net, puts the initial shot on Bennington. Bennington makes the initial save. The puck kind of pops up in the air. Bennington can't grab it. Van Riemsdyk hits it out of the air, puts it past Bennington, and it's 4-2. to two. What an explosive period. That would be Van Riemsdyk's 27th goal of the year, 7 minutes 24 seconds in. This was a fast-paced first period. Now, we didn't have any goals 25 seconds after this or a minute after this. It took a whopping 2 minutes and 17 seconds. The Blues would get a power play goal by David Perron to make it 5-2, to two, and we're not out of the first period. And now Perron gets it again. Shoots. He scores! What a shot! And it's 5-2! Braden Chen is on the doorstep, but David Perron... When he gets on his forehand on that right side, I've asked him many times, do you like it on your the other side where you can one-time it or on that right side? He loves it on the right. Draws it back, but it went right between the arm of young goaltender Carter Hart. Great passing again by the Blues on the power play. That hurt them at the beginning of the year. They were standing around too much. They looked very fluid. They looked like they knew what they wanted to do with the puck. It gets to Perron. He's open. He takes a shot. It goes right between the arm and the rib cage of Carter Hart, and the Blues are up 5-2. to two. What a fun period. I could not get up from my seat to go get food, to go get a drink, or anything. It was that kind of a game. David Perron gets his 23rd. Petrangelo gets his 27th assist. Tarasenko gets his 33rd assist. 9 minutes, 41 seconds in. Power play goal, 5-2 to two Blues. There wouldn't be a goal for quite a while, believe it or not. But there would be one more goal in the third period, and it would be by the Philadelphia Flyers. Claude Giroux gets his 22nd of the year. Well, he better say that nice and loud to JVR because JVR knows where the money is. Flyers after the puck. Giroux a shot. He scores! The eighth goal of this wild first period comes from the Flyers' captain. Giroux gets his 22nd. It is 5-3. Greg Berube has seen tons of games like this in his career. 17 years as a player, many years as a coach. 
With the Flyers quick to jump on the pressure. James Van Riemsdyk with pressure in the corner. Claude Giroux ending up with it. I don't think it hit anybody, but it was flat on Giroux's blade, so he could kind of lacrosse fling it. Bertuzzo shoots a puck right onto a flyer stick. It ends up in Claude Giroux's stick. He puts it glove side past Bennington. And I've been saying for a couple weeks now, teams are really focusing on the high glove side of Jordan Bennington. I think he's okay from about the ribcage down. But when you get higher than that, he's having some issues. That was Claude Giroux's 22nd. Couturier gets his 43rd. Van Riemsdyk gets his 21st. Just 43 seconds left in the second period. The Blues outshot the Flyers 16-12 to in that period, but clearly they really played a lot better than the Flyers did, at least offensively. I think there was some sloppy play from them defensively. They would have to shore it up in the second period, and indeed they would. The Blues would outshoot the Flyers 8-6 to in the second period, and they would get the only goal in the second period, 13 minutes and 6 seconds in. Gets it away from Provorov, tipped in front to Tarasenko. Drops it back, and a shot, rebound, Chen, he scores! Chen gets the rebound and makes it 6-3. Follow the bouncing puck, and finally Braden Chen with his skates on the goal line, just taps it into the empty net. Good penalty kill at one end. Bozak out of the box, five on five hockey down low. And there's the puck that ends up behind the goalie and somehow magically to the former Philadelphia Flyer after it goes off the shin pad of Provorov. Shim was in the right place at the right time. The puck's heading towards the net. It gets just behind Carter Hart. It's in the crease. Shin is there to put it in the goal and the Blues go up 6-3. to three. That would be Shin's 16th of the year. Dunn gets his 23rd assist and Tarasenko gets his 34th assist. A lot of offense for the Blues. Not great defensively in the first period. They buttoned things down in the second, and they would continue to play much better defensively in the third, I thought. Each team would have 11 shots on goal. The Blues would get the only goal in the period, and it would be Alexander Steen again to get his second goal of the game to make it 7-3. to three. Well, we know your intentions. Now the Blues in front. Backhander. They score! Steen. He gets his second tonight, 10th of the year. And that's 13 players with 10 goals or more. Not a lot of celebrating from the veterans. He just stops and goes right out for the faceoff as the scrum in the corner. Good support being done. Third man's high, and that's Robbie Fabry. And then, oh my goodness, great little toe drag move there. Steen is back behind the goal towards the corner, trying to fight for the puck. Comes right to him. He just skates right in front of the goal and puts the backhander past Carter Hart and the Blues win this game 8-3. That goal by Steen, second of the game, 10th of the year. Barbashev gets his 12th assist. Robbie Fabry gets his 4th assist, 10 minutes, 34 seconds in. Let's go ahead and head to the stats of the game. Flyers had 29 shots on goal to the Blues 35. The Flyers won the faceoff battle 52% to 48%. Flyers were 0-4 on the power play. The Blues were 2-4. for and I'll take 50% on the power play any time. The Blues out hit the Flyers 17-9. Flyers out blocked the Blues 12-3. The Blues only had two giveaways to the Flyers 9. Let's head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Alex Steen and then, of course, Coach Craig Berube before we get to my final thoughts. Since the guys were trying everything they yeah. could to get you that yeah, they were trying. 
Mitchell said you weren't very open on a few. Uh, yeah, I think after a couple, they started sitting on me a little bit there, but yeah, it was nice of them to try. Was it just a sense tonight, especially that first period where guys were just feeling it, whatever you shot, it seemed like it went in? Yeah, it, we made some good plays. Um, you know, I think they were, they were tough goals for, for Moose, all four or five of them. And then, um, you know, we gave up some, made some mistakes and gave up a few, but tightened her up in the second and third. So, it was, you know, Binner made some outstanding saves tonight too. Just a couple in the back door there he made incredible saves on. You talked about this a lot, but it just seems like you're really relishing, you know, the role and doing what they're asking of you. You feel like things are going well, and just kind of the way you've received it. As far as what? Yeah, just accepting the role and doing well with it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I understand the question completely, but I mean, we've from the get-go, we've we've talked about uh, being a hard, physical, um, down-low team, and I think uh, as of lately, it. Everybody's contributed, and um, you know tonight I thought Fabs was really good. Came in and played a solid game. Um, you know, again our, our defense is so big and strong, and uh, are really good at transitioning the puck. And everything that the details that we've been working on has uh, certainly improved our our squad. And um, you know we got one more to continue to to work on those things and move forward. Uh, breakup, is he okay? Yeah, he's alright. Just maintenance. <clears throat> well, it was good timing then for Edmondson to be there. Yeah, Eddie stepped in. Eddie did a good job. Thought he looked really good. Um, moved well. You know, he's physical and he, he looked good. When you got guys reliable, Skolnitz, Kane, all these guys, they're going to Um... I didn't really, you know, Bo Meester's played right um, over the years. You know, he's a veteran. He can, you know, he can he can go and do that job. I thought he did a good job. Again, the D were fine. I just thought that uh, we had a couple turnovers, um, and they capitalized on them. Five-three. Uh, they really your team was really workmanlike in the last two periods. Yeah. They? they just kind of did played their game. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought we played our game. Pretty much for 60 minutes. I thought we grinded down low, got pucks deep. We did a good job through the neutral zone, uh, getting the puck in, and and went to work. That's all four lines. This game kind of speaks to the, yeah, the depth of the scoring. Mm -hmm. Seven goals from six different guys, and kind of all over the place. Yeah, I mean, like I've liked um, our lines for quite some time now. Um, I think they all been contributing both ends of the rink. You know, Steen, great night tonight. Uh, that line was good. They uh, got a few goals, a couple goals, three. I think three goals. So they had a nice game. You look like you were too happy after that third goal. Well, I just, you know, it's um, – no, you know, none of us are happy when we get scored on. Um, you know, just I, – I think the – they're just unforced errors, in my opinion. And, and we just made a couple of unforced errors, and it, they capitalized on them. Power play is really good. Penalty kill did a good job. They got a good power. You know, they got a good power play. It's not stat-wise, it's not good this year, but it's a good power play. I wanted to get Fabs in. He's been out a while, and uh, he came in and did a nice job. He looked good. He looked like he had jump, had a few good shots. 
Um, again, he was part of that third uh, that line, getting three goals. Greg, a lot of times you'll get to game number eighty-two and you'll be locked into a spot. Talk about how you feel about having a carrot for Saturday. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I think it's good. It's good that uh, there's something to play for. Uh, you know, it's always a good thing. I think. Is there a chance? Break or play Saturday, or are you just gonna maybe hold him out to the playoffs? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I really am. Uh, you know, I'll I'll see tomorrow and see how he's feeling. If he skates, or maybe he doesn't skate, we'll see tomorrow. Upper, lower, or middle. Middle. <laughs> it's just maintenance. Like it really is. Like everybody's nicked up a lot, you know, this time of year. But I felt that um, he it was it was good for him to take a night. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow. Like, I'm gonna wait till tomorrow and make those decisions. What you, you think of Edmondson? How do you, how do you look? I like thought him? he looked good. I thought he, you know, he he moved the puck well. He was he was physical. He was normal. Ed, I didn't see a, I didn't see much rust. That'll help him out a, a little bit. I know you said. Going into the playoffs, I mean, I know you said maybe one game won't mean that much, but just to maybe get a couple games. Yeah, in. well, yeah, well, he'll be playing the next game too, so. But that'll help you know, hopefully the playoffs. Yeah. The way your team is playing, good on the road, good at home. Do you think it matters to have home ice advantage in the postseason? Yeah, I think it does. I think in the playoffs, I think it does. Doug might mention this morning that the board is see if can get that chance. He's shown that he is. I mean, he's played a lot of big games for us in big situations this year, and, and he's come through. Um, you know, again, they get three goals there in the first period, and it's like it doesn't bother him, and he's pretty calm and cool about it. Made a couple big saves in the second period there to keep it. Um, he, you know, he looks, you know, he, his mentally he looks really good. So that's a big part of it. You know, going into the playoffs, it's mental more than, more than anything. Everything gets ramped up in the playoffs and all that. But if you can just, you know, keep level-headed and play, it's a good thing. What do you think when you see Tarasenko come diving in there defensively to break He's, up? Like I, I talked to you guys, his, his game without the puck is, you know, is good. He's working and he's uh, competing without the puck and, you know, he, he's playing a 200-foot game. A great offensive explosion for the Blues in the first period. But my negative on the first period was that they did not play very good defense. Yeah, they scored five goals, but they allowed three goals. Some bad mistakes, some turnovers in that first period. A bad play by Jordan Bennington when he's trying to clear that puck out. He needs to learn to shoot it harder. He's not very good with the puck. He does not handle the puck the way that Jake Allen does. They buttoned things down in the second and third period and played more of their style of game. If they can play that style of game in the playoffs, they're going to be doing great. If they play more open and wild like they did in the first period, they're going to have a lot of issues. The Blues cannot play that type of game from one period to another or from one game to another. They play the Canucks this afternoon, and if they can win that game, they'll temporarily be in first place until the game's tonight. 
So hopefully the Blues can get some help, especially from the Blackhawks. Let's hope they can beat the Predators. The Blackhawks have been beating some teams that the Blues need them to. So please, Blackhawks, win one more game tonight and the Blues could finish in first place. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.